Hey, America. Start, start, start listening, start listening now. 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 All right. All right, everyone. I'm about to make our jobs a million times easier. Are you ready for Ooh, this? I got sure. chat GPT to write the write the show for us. All we have to do is read back what it wrote. Oh, um, yeah. Well, okay. Well, you you hit enter and Derek, you roll the chat GPT thinking music and we'll All reconvene right. in a moment. Here we go. And hit it. Welcome to our Eurovision podcast. I'm Danny, and I'm here with my fellow Eurovision experts, Derek, Eric, and Samantha. Hey, everyone. I'm Derek. I'm still recovering from the time I dressed up as Chinchita Verst for Halloween. And I'm Eric. I once tried to vote for Moldova 17 times in a row, but then I realized I was just accidentally hitting refresh. Ha 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 ha. And I'm Samantha. I'm pretty sure I could name every Eurovision winner from memory, but I'm too afraid to try and prove it. Well, we've got a great show for you today, but first I have a question for you guys. If you could compete in Eurovision, what would your stage name be? Easy. I'd be the Verst. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. I think I would go with Eurovision Eric. It's simple, it's catchy, and it lets everyone know that I'm all about Eurovision. Hmm. I think I would have to go with something that really captures my personality. Maybe Samantha sings the high notes, but only in the shower. Ha 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 ha. I love it. As for me, I'd be Danny Dazzle because, you know, I'm always dazzling people with my Eurovision knowledge. All right, enough about us. Let's get to the real reason we're all here Eurovision 2023. Who's excited? Yay. Yay. And scene. Oh my God. <laughs> part of oh. me is saying, let's never do that again. And part of me is thinking, let's do that every, every damn week. week. Every single week. Oh my uh, God. Uh, that really was ChatGPT uh, authoring our uh, our show here uh, this week. I, I Not anymore, though. It's we're we're us again. Uh, that was fun. Anyway, uh, welcome to another utterly robotic episode of the show. Uh, we're from America, the place where ChatGPT is the president. And Sam, just hit him with the socials, please. Yeah, yeah. You can you can you can find us, uh, our actual selves, not robotic versions of ourselves. No more than usual, anyway. Uh, at all the normal lo locals and international social media places you know twitter facebook instagram technically we've got a tiktok we got youtube you can email us directly at 12 points from america at gmail.com if you just want to reach out to us directly or if you'd like to support us there are a couple ways you could do that you could either buy some of our random merch from our redbubble site or you can also join us over at our patreon our normal content isn't going anywhere however if you are a patreon subscriber you have access to our shows a day earlier than normal and you also have access to special content like something that we may have just filmed regarding the glories of the local culture and cuisine of a city not too far from Liverpool that now I don't know if I'm hungry for or truly truly turned off by. Anyway that gives us a great segue to thank and welcome our newest Patreon subscriber at the time of this recording, Grania Griffiths. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the family. We are so so sorry. <laughs> 
Anyway, also thank you to our friends over at Switch Radio for having us as part of the team. We've been brought into the fold there. So thank you so much for Switch Radio Europe for having us on. We're, we're happy to be part of the family there. I'm so excited. I got to explain to my mom or answer the question, why are you on the radio in the UK now? And I got to tell her, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but really thank if you're listening on switch radio thank you thanks for tuning in and stick around for the great thing that's right after us uh whatever that is um and uh yeah but you got to listen straight through otherwise it won't work so be sure to do that i've run out of things i'm going to have chat gpt come up with a good joke for me to tell uh while somebody else <laughs> says something well, I'm going to suggest that chat GTP, um, I'm just going to kind of get us into, you know, one of the bigger topics to talk about it. Can chat GTP instead create a song for Poland? Well, they did. Unfortunately, it was called Booty and it didn't really end up anywhere. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm kidding or not. That's the thing. <laughs> Let's... Let's deal with the big sort of thing that happened over the past week, for us at least, recording it here on a Monday. Poland had their national final and a song that I personally thought, having only taken a cursory look at the final selections, was one of the more, I don't know, middling songs? Really, really decisively won. How this happened is up to uh, people like us to speculate about. It seems like everybody I'll and their uncles. I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody's speculating about it. Uh, we should basically... say, like, objectively, this performance was very pitchy too. Just sort of an uh, an average sort of poppy radio song with a little bit of what I've called tood for the past couple of years. A little bit of tood in this song. Nothing ex exceptionally spectacular, but very strange that it won. Sam, tell us more. Yeah. So the song is called "Solo" by Blanca. Uh, interestingly enough, the song was had been already released in Poland back in late September, so it already had a little bit of momentum going on. Most of the other songs, and there were 10 in this national final altogether, uh, were recent recent releases, including by Alicia Szymplinska, who we know as the intended artist from Poland back in 2020 with her song Empires. But uh, okay. uh, yeah, when the jury votes came out from Poland, the odds on fan favorite the song gladiator by jan only came in fourth place with the jury with blanca taking the top spot seemingly out of nowhere once the televotes were counted in jan came in with the maximum score blanca in second so once the numbers were all totaled up blanca took the win jan in second dominic dudek with the song be good coming in third sort of a mumford and sons kind of vibe Mm -hmm. As things are coming out, things are just not necessarily making sense. The fact that there are allegations that Blanca is a very close friend of the son of the head of the jury and had previously worked with another member of the jury as, as this other member of the jury is a, as a, is a choreographer. I and there see. May have so been one a of the jury members... There. One of the jury members just said, please vote for my son's girlfriend. I, well, it should be I, noted, too. This is an entirely internal jury. Yes. It doesn't do an international mm -hmm. jury like other countries. And preference is put on the jury over the televote. Exactly. It, yeah. In the case of ties, it would have gone to the jury pick. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, the fact that they just gave a jury score rather than each individual juror providing oh. a number. So we don't yep. know how the breakdown of that was. So, mm. it, yeah. Something tells me they're not going to tell us. No. <laughs> I. That's my 
thought as well. Uh, Needless so- to say, people have been up in arms about this. Uh, yeah. The all of the Polish-based fan media, you know, large-scale official fan media that I know about, including OGAE Poland, including let's talk about ESC, Misja Eurovizja, other other well-known Polish fan sites and and Eurovision like hardcore fan sites. They've basically banded together and put out a statement saying this is unacceptable. We need transparency. Who knows whether TVP will provide that transparency? I'm not sure what the EBU can do about this, if it's even in their purview to do something about this. I think if there is any sort of malfeasance at the international level, they can do something about it. When it's at the domestic level, I don't know what they could possibly potentially do. Yeah, the, if if Poland's, you know, if the it, it's the determination of the broadcaster at the end of the day, and if the broadcaster says this is our song, that's it as far as the EU right. is concerned, right? Right, exactly. I mean, this could have just been an internal selection. However, it's a television show that people do watch and that people pay to vote in, and that revenue is increased from. So it, it's worth, you know. Uh, I'm not I'm not automatically saying, oh, this is obviously screwy. Yeah. I, I don't know enough. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying it's it looks fishy. It yeah. looks very, very fishy. And and sure. just for comparison's sake, uh mm. when just looking at other other instances of, of oh, somebody wins and then there's weirdness going on. And obviously this isn't a one-to-one comparison, but mm. when Siren Song won. And then they subsequently dropped out entirely. There was never any controversy or any inter- intervention whatsoever from the EBU, right? That was all just Ukraine having. I be- yeah, I believe that was all domestic. Internal, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that so. was all domestic, and that also didn't necessarily have anything to do with internal malfeasance. That was simply right, right. That a was, question of that was more politics. Uh, yeah, that was politics. That was contract dispute, uh, disputes and discussions. It it didn't necessarily have anything to do with oh. We don't think this winner was legit. Mm-hmm. Well, they gave her a choice, didn't they? They said, you have a tour coming up in Russia. Either do the tour or do Eurovision, but you can't do both. Right. And she was put into a position where, at that time, that was one of the biggest outlets for her career for Maruv. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. It's it's heartbreaking to see, frankly. I never like to see any sort of whiff of malfeasance from any of these countries. So Remind me, was Poland part of the so-called cabal from last year? Yes. Yep. Yes. All right. Yeah. And I, I feel like it, the one thing that kind of bums me out that, that frustrates me when I see and I, I, I understand the frustration. I, I can understand people saying, you know, this was rigged. It does seem like there's a there's a reasonable chance that it was. But the thing that that kind of ticks me off it, it is when there are statements directed at the artist saying if you had any integrity you would back out if if you if you had you know if you need to do the right thing and let so and so go uh that that sort of thing and for all we know let's suppose this was rigged it was not necessarily rigged with her knowledge or with her mm-hmm. with her right. it, it, right. anything like that you know if if you want to be mad at uh, at people it's it, you don't need to necessarily call out her for not having any integrity we just we don't know unfortunately we probably aren't going to know and it's it's just so weird poland has such a such an incredible record of picking picking artists a junior and and running events for junior mm-hmm. and then at this and and then and then there's stuff like this and and i understand those are not exactly the same thing but, uh, but <laughs> it, do we need to they, rag they on should poland be doing, anymore they should be doing better than this poland has finished hasn't finished in the top five in about 30 years they finished second in their debut mm-hmm and they haven't even come close since. Interestingly like, enough, they should the singer, be better than this. 
And it should be noted, the singer that came second on their debut was uh-huh. the head of the jury for, for this Oh, you're, this are you serious? Yeah, even I, I knew I that one, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. What's his Edith name? Gorniak, yeah. Uh, Edita Gorniak, yeah, with Tony so, really, really quickly, was there some shenanigans last year, too? What was oh, last year's no, submission? Was oh, that, that wasn't the no, ride. The ride. Was it? No, that was yeah. Aukman. Aukman was oh, last yeah, year. Yeah, the year before that. Was the, the I thought there was something going on with the ride, oh, the, too. Oh, the ride, yes. Well, I mean, that was... I think people were miffed that Alicia Shemplinska did not just get an automatic, hey, you mm-hmm. should go. And so they internally selected uh, Rafal, who oh, yeah. has a uh, long-standing uh, relationship with the broadcaster. Well, so, speaking, speaking of Alicia, we had four 2020 artists that tr- that that went to, tried to go in this year. Mm-hmm. Over four. Oof. Yeah. I mean, we we had four talked when when uh, when uh, what's her Ulrika? face. Ulrika. Yeah, that one. Uh, when, yep. And the gal from the mamas. And now Alicia. Yeah. Lulu. They're yeah. all out. And when Ulrika came out, I mean, I, I remember saying quite confidently, to, to be perfectly honest, that it was her that it was her spot to lose and mm-hmm. that it would be a good litmus test of, of returning artists. You know, is is it potentially a, a, a given that these the folks coming back to get their shot will get it? And we and we have determined no. <laughs> no, they don't. They really I'd, don't. I'd be curious if there was a country where that is the case, where they would say, "Okay, well, we need to give it to this this person because they they missed their shot and now they they've earned it." Well, a lot of countries did in 2021. Yeah, yeah. they just did, I mean, yeah, did that true. directly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I wonder the the name that comes to mind for if they decide to come back would be Ben and Tan. Mm. If uh, if if they're uh, if they're given another shot, then. Yeah. But I don't. I'm not entirely sure that they want to. I know. I know that they 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 submitted a song in 2021 that didn't even make the final. Yeah. Uh, and probably should have. Yeah, really good song considering mm. considering what they ended up going with. Mm-hmm. Um, Just to um, remind the listeners, this is this is Ben and Ten from Denmark, 2020. Yes. 2020. Yes. Yep. Um, and they didn't get into a final that was won by Practice on Each Other. Uh, <laughs> Which I I hate to say. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. That song has kind of grown on me a little bit. It's grown on me too, but in a purely ironic way. That song is, it's it's such retro dated fromage. It it, it started as irony. It nearly did. I was was convinced it was going to qualify by the time they got to the stage. I thought so too. Evil was defeated. Pretty close. I think. I think. It, I think they were eleventh in. Uh, yeah, they were eleventh, and if it had been all televote, they would have gotten it. Which yeah, yeah. If they had gone this year with this system, yeah. they could have done it. Quick side anyway. note: uh, ChatGPT has a Eurovision joke. Uh, it is uh, why did the chicken cross the Eurovision stage? Yes, to get to the other side of the points. Keep trying. Yep. Keep trying. We'll, 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 yeah, we, we yeah, still got it. Yeah, we still got to work. Yeah. It. Ugh, um, no. So yeah, let's move away from Poland. Shall we go to a song that? Is firing up everyone, including a song me. that un- unequivocally, undisputedly kicked the crap out of their national final. Shall we? Shall we yeah. talk about Finland? Let's talk about oh, the cha cha cha. My God! Oh no, <laughs> San Marino. No, we'll save San Marino. San Marino will always be the nice, pleasant little 
digestive shot yeah. afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, after after seven songs, seven generally speaking, a really, really good selection. Like any of these songs, I will continue to listen to, frankly. UM, UMK is top tier now in terms yes. of national finals. Like yes. they've really, they've really stepped up. Yeah. I mean, their simple ballad was absolutely gorgeous and heartbreaking, you know, something to lose. No business on the dance floor. I will, I will bring out my cardi at any Euro club that this is playing at. Ilvio Minen, I thought, like, I'm probably completely butchering the pronunciation, but that was a sort of low-key melancholy bop that I needed in my life. But at the end, it came out to Cha 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 by Keria and his... Uh, and his how do you describe his how do you describe his outfit it's like a it's like a rumba outfit but it's completely missing the front imagine the a back. rumba outfit that was everything except for like below the it's a it's a rumba shrug That's is there a back to it or is it just sleeves i think I it's like just sleeves and it. neck it's tucked in somewhere i don't know huh. anyway seen anyway, to be believed yes. Made for Eurovision. A couple a couple of weeks ago, uh, I used the phrase, there's always got to be one or Eurovision's always got to have one uh, in regards to, uh, I forget which song it was, what submission. But I'm so glad that now Eurovision gets to have two. Two like, absolutely like... bonkers songs. Was it Queen of Kings that you were talking about? With uh, I don't think so, no. Was it Belgium? No, it was Croatia. <laughs> Oh yes, oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Croatia doing way better is, yeah. in the odds than it should be. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it should be noted, Cha 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 ended up taking a commanding win with both the jury as well as the televote. So again, seven songs in this contest, and we saw this other song, Portion Boys, ending up with 124 points from the televote. And Eric and I are watching this live going, all right, we don't know the math. I mean, we don't know if that's if that's something surmountable. We knew how many points were coming out of the jury. And then they announced the number of points for Caria. And again, all the other songs, you know, 30, 20, 60, 80, 90, 124. We're thinking maybe, maybe they could do it. And then we see. 467 televote points <laughs> oh, yeah. coming in for Cha Cha Cha. Some serious Ukraine numbers. That's yeah. Just, that's oh, yeah. You got, you got right a there. billion points. Uh, and it <laughs> yeah, wasn't actually tense at all. Yeah, it was 52.9% of the televote it came out to be. And again, in a seven-corner contest for anybody to get an actual full-on majority is ridiculous. <sighs> now, we're going to do, oh as always, uh, we're going to do some review shows later on, uh, clumping a bunch of the songs together, reviewing them, giving our in-depth thoughts about them. I'm just going to say right now, I'm going to have, uh, we're going to spend an hour on this song alone. Just, I, I have so <laughs> much to, I have so much to talk about here. The staging, the song, the music, the performer. It's un, it, it is really unbelievable. And I won't say it's, it's spectacularly good that it's going to take first, but it is currently highly favored with not all the songs in yet. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, it, yeah, it I don't want to exceptionally well. Yeah, I, I don't want to give away too much. I will say, I think the people saying it could win the televote are insane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, um, maybe in its, maybe in its well, semifinal. Perhaps. I think it could do, like... Let uh, us not... It? Blind Channel us, came fourth. So. I was going to say, let us not do the same thing yeah. that we did to Blind Channel. They, like, Finland is sending weird metal music, and they're going to do well with it. The, th- the thing is, in terms of like vibes and stuff, this requi- reminds me a lot more of Akile Laro than of sure. like blind channel and that didn't qualify mm. 
Yeah, but so like I'm just so I'm surprised though. at the at the yeah, amount. Yeah, Akila Lauro had that weird sort of like <sighs> vibe coming from him. This guy seems like genuinely he wants to be fun and weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I, I guess I guess the other thing is I'm really grateful that we finally have an answer to the question: What if Rammstein was really gay? <laughs> Now we know. I thought that, that was Circus Mirkus. Hmm. Might be at least the first half of Not the song might be the, the closest. Eurovision, we get to, you decide. To <laughs> Rammstein is we're ever going to get in the contest itself. So I, I don't still know. Love no, I think I think I think this called is their final last year. It is you who decides. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> no, I think I think this is less Rammstein and more Andrew WK. Like, and I'd okay. forgotten yeah. how much I needed Andrew WK's vibe in my life. Of, we are going to party violently hard, and you're yeah. going to love every second of it. That's nice. okay. It's that weird interlude that almost sounds like K-pop or something, too. Yes. Like, it's just, it's so... I, I really, okay, really quick, place. really quick. Do you prefer the start, the first part of this song or the last part of this song? First. Oh, first? Yeah. I'm also on team first part, to be clear. The Derek, song as a whole is still great. Yeah, I, God, I don't know which one. I, I prefer the first part, but when the second part kicks in, it's a nice shift. Because I think if it just did this, if it kind of was in one gear the whole time, I'd, I'd get kind of tired of it. I kind of mm. wish it did stay in that gear, to be honest. Really? It's just so, it's so much, you know? Uh, uh, and you kind of have to be, though. Well, Can yeah, but I, when, when it when it gets slightly less crazy at the end, I kind of wish it would, you know, I kind of miss the first part. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll get into it. Those, those yes. shows, I, uh Look at the time that out. We probably need to start those pretty darn soon. Probably uh, do. Those, uh, those previews. So uh, stay tuned for that. God, Finland, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, also bring mm. back Cyan Kicks. Oh, yeah, that too. They they just dropped a new song, uh, by the way, and it's really good. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. A little bit, little bit poppier, but still has the the that uh, that Cyan that kick. Cyan kick. <laughs> That's, yes, absolutely. They're there all go. the other They're kids fantastic. with the Cyan kicks. <sighs> Better run. But anyway. San Marino we... was... Yeah, uh, let's... Yeah, San Marino, San Marino. All over. I the can't place. say I watched the whole thing, but I did kind of go in and out because you know it was on during the workday at, at our in our time zone anyway. It was it was a lot. It is it is you know San Marino busted out the fire hose and had how many you know 110, 106 different acts at the semifinal level with you know oh a God. good twenty six to you know about 20 yeah 25 26 acts per semifinal plus a second chance round to finally have 21 songs at the end of the day and you ended up with peaked jacks with the song like an animal sort of a mid-range modern rock group one of now many this year it seems they are italian based so it's not like they are completely out of left field they've been together since 2006 uh, so they've been performing together for quite a while, it seems. Have four studio albums, a couple of EPs, a uh, whole bunch of singles. It seems like they've released primarily songs in English. And yeah, now they're singing for San Marino after all of that. Um, Eiffel 65, it should be noted, <laughs> in fifth place. Aww. With the biggest <laughs> pile of crap. <laughs> I said this last week, but I'm going to say it again. Yes. Eiffel 65 was so bad. <laughs> It was not good. It was it was absolutely awful. Uh, can you feed the chatbot uh, some lyrics to an Eiffel 65 Eurovision entry? Like ask That'll it to write some. Ask it to write some Eiffel 65 lyrics. Sure. Now, while you're doing that, can we tally the number of we'll say like semi-traditional rock bands or pop rock bands 
that are being sent to the contest this year. Okay. We have, at, we have this one. We have Malta. I'll, I'll go through the whole. I'll go through the whole list at this point. At time of okay. recording, who knows what's going to happen next? <laughs> well, are we counting Croatia? Are we counting Let Three as technically uh, they're a punk group? Yes. I guess. Or right. I, 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 we'll we'll lump them in with rock. So okay. So yeah. so male male fronted rock groups. Is that what we're kind of looking for? Sure. Here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Croatia, Let Three, Wild uh-huh. Youth in Ireland, uh-huh. Sudden Lights in Latvia, The Busker in Malta. Mm-hmm. Again, that's just in the first half of the first semifinal. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, what's hang on? What's going to open that semifinal? God only knows. We still have Portugal and Serbia Ooh. to come out with. No, no, no. The well, not boys be aren't in this. Yeah. Great. That's only four. Let's see. Keria is is rock ish, but that's a soloist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what Mia Nic- uh, Mia Nicolai and Dion Cooper, the duet for the Netherlands, are doing, but I don't think that's what we're going for here. Yeah. Moving on to semi-final number two, we have got Australia's Vo- in this one. Australia Voyager uh-huh. Peach Jacks for San Marino, Joker out for Slovenia. So that brings mm-hmm. us up to seven. Who knows what Germany's going to do? We'll talk about. <laughs> Because uh, Blood and Glitter is still very much on the cards, potentially, mm-hmm. in Germany. We'll find out what oh, they're man. selecting soon. Tvorci is a male duet, but not really. Uh, yeah, vibe. no, I wouldn't. Yeah. So, yeah, seven seven songs so Safe far. To I say think that that's... bands are back, baby. Bands are back. I felt like we were going to see it more after we had, uh, you know, after we had Monoskins win. But instead, we sort of just went to sort of like a standard fair, uh, like a standard melange of Eurovision. Mm. But this year, it really seems like, like it, maybe it was just a one-year delay, but there's sort of a feel for like this pop or pop rock or rock standard group setup thing happening yeah. here. I don't know if they're tr- well, trying to go for sort of a, a malaise with the what has become the cartoon of the Eurovision winner, which is just one crying person singing a song alone. Well, that's Estonia. Is, yes. <laughs> but we, we did. They've got I mean, just, but like, God, as you mentioned, we had two years in a row where technically groups won both times. Mm-hmm. Very that's true. That's true. That's true. And we've seen other groups do exceptionally well recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that that stigma against having more than one person singing is kind of starting to mm-hmm. go away. Yeah. yeah. Should also be noted that Czech Republic is also sending a group. Yeah. Obviously, female fronted, female focused. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I wouldn't call rock, that like you know because yeah, we're picturing the standard like no. folks with guitar and a drum oh, yeah, set yeah, yeah. and a singer on stage, like a very kind of rock concert style delivery. Mm-hmm. And that's not typical of Eurovision. No, but I mean, let's it's also not, look at. But I mean, Monaskin. Yeah. Monoskin. Yeah. Anyway, Changed so. Everything. Yep. You want <sighs> you want the lyrics. Oh, I do. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So first attempt, I said, write some lyrics for an Eiffel 65 song for Eurovision. And I think I think it thought that I wanted a song about the Eiffel Tower. Oh. <laughs> yes. In Go on. Still, uh, uh, Eiffel 65 would sing it. Mm-hmm. They'll sing anything, right. apparently. Oh, well, yes. It says, in the city of light, we're feeling alive. We're dancing under the Eiffel Tower tonight. <laughs> The music is loud. The beats are strong. We're singing along. We can't go wrong. Here's the chorus. Blue, yellow, red. The colors of love. Uh, you uh, know, it, it it is the logo this year. That's true. Yeah. They are primary <laughs> colors. We're flying high like a white dove. <laughs> like a movie star. Blue, yellow, red. Is that This like is the Moldova Paloma. <laughs> there's, there's layers to this. Wow. Let's dance until the morning light in this city of love. That's Liverpool. Everything's right. Verse two. We're strolling yes. down the Champs Elysees. Okay, it's not Liverpool. 
The night is young. Let's not waste a day. Our hearts are beating like a drum. We're singing our song. Everyone's welcome. Chorus again. Uh, and then I told it to just write lyrics for a song by the band Eiffel 65. And the chorus starts, I'm blue, da-ba-dee, da-ba-da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, followed by, I need someone to be by my side. So it's basically the same song, except now it's lonely. I, see. Oh. I need someone to be my, my side. By my side, by my side, you know. Yeah. Won't you come and take me for a ride is the yes. other part of that. And <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, ChatGPT is uh, funny, uh, but not ha-ha Could funny. use some, uh, I've got several notes. We'll get to yeah. them after that. Got no, some notes for fine. you, ChatGPT. That's fine. Oh, dear. All right. Uh, so, so we've got songs. <laughs> we've got We've got other things that aren't quite songs yet, but contain songs that could be songs. Mm-hmm. A big one that we got to talk about is Sweden. Pro- then. Professional podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we should discuss Sweden. We haven't been paying a massive, massive amount of me- to Melody Festival, and but I think this weekend was kind of unavoidable. We needed to bring it up uh, mm-hmm. after much foo and hubbub. We finally get to see Tattoo by Lurian. Uh-huh. Course 2012's winner. You know, Euphoria is iconic amongst Eurovision circles, heartbreaking that she didn't make it to the final with her song Statements a couple years ago, but she seems to be back with a vengeance. The song has already reached, you know, incredible success when it comes to the streaming numbers in Sweden. Um, It's already surpassed like 2 million streams at times of recording or something crazy like that because it's only been released a couple of days now. She seems to be performing from within a panini press yeah, I was gonna say they're, she's not being crushed. She's being squished, and she yeah. releases herself from the squishing. But as she finally gets to perform, because she was the last singer to perform in the last semifinal or the last definitely a kawinky dink, just a just a kawinky dink. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But she was unfortunately interrupted by a stage invader mm-hmm. right as she was in the midst of her. Uh, her first chorus. Uh, of course, it was a very sort of darkened stage, so you couldn't really see what the stage invader was doing. Supposedly, it was a protest about uh, saving Swedish wetlands. Yeah, yeah, it was an environmental thing. Yeah, I mean, it, emphasis on mental. But the thing, I mean, not not that I'm not that I am defending right. yeah, stage invasion in any Eric, way. She- Eric hates wetlands. That's Eric. right. <laughs> Everything should be dry. But I mean, <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> I mean, if you were going to if you were going to make a stage invasion, you knew for a fact that like Melody Festivalen is a huge, huge platform in Sweden. People who don't necessarily care about Melody Festivalen but do care about Eurovision might be tuning in for Lorien. Like that's I mean, you can't you can't uh, you can't stage bomb Donald Duck. That was probably Unless. one of the biggest televised moments in <laughs> Sweden television this year. Yeah. So while I'm never, yeah. ever condoning the actions of a stage invader, and I'm very, very happy to see how quickly security, like, got that schmuck off the stage. This is your I mean, time. Seize yeah. the moment. <sighs> it's not joust. You can't grab the moment joust. Um, uh. Yeah, so uh, fortunately, Lorian did get to go again. She knocked it out of the park performance-wise and ended up going through in the first vote. So we will be seeing her in the final uh, at Melody Festival, and not this upcoming Saturday, but the following Saturday. This is the one that's under Shansen, except it's not called that anymore? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, I'm going to ask the question. Sure. Is this it? There's no one else. I was about to say, I was about to bring that up. There's really no one else, is there? I mean, we, we don't have all the Eurovision songs yet, but I, it's certainly... Uh-huh. It certainly... Oh, you mean... Yeah, I, I thought, yeah, I no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean for the whole thing. 
I thought you just meant for Sweden. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. I, no question. I, I think there's one song that has any chance of, of beating it at the Melfest final. And that's Which air by uh, those two guys, Marcus and Martinez. <laughs> that's the one that song is really good. And they're also really good. I don't think it's going to matter. I think it's going to, it's going to make, uh, Finland's final look like a like a nail biter. But is this likely. it for the contest? I yeah. you have to wonder if it would take if it would take this performer specifically to overcome the sort of uh not ill will, but just sort of dismissiveness that the Eurovision voters seem to have to Sweden's absolute mm -hmm. slam I mean, dunk, they, slam they dunk were, seeming songs. They were pretty high on Cornelia. Yeah, yeah they, they, were, like they were just fine. Uh, but I mean, there were others that were absolute, seemed like they were absolute darlings. I mean, I mean, the, the, uh, they'll finish top 10, but you know, when was the last time they finished top three? Uh, were they, we where did Cornelia up. finish? Fourth? Fourth? Fifth? Fourth. Yeah. Fourth. Okay. But that Let was, me I mean, that was better than they've had over the last. Yeah, that's incredibly good. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, consistently they seem to be coming fourth and fifth over the last few years, but. Mm, well, except for Tuesday, but they've—they I don't remember the last time. What was the last time they broke the top five with the televote? Yeah, twenty sixteen. The juries will always be there to admit that they have sent a very good, very tight song. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it's just whether or not it's that kind of song that the that the that the voting public really wants to enshrine. You know, is there just sort of like an attitude that the the general Eurovision voting public is like, well, this song would do well on the radio, so like this isn't really actually the place for this. So I guess I guess to reiterate my question, and maybe 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 I'll soften it up a tiny bit. Yeah, can this win Eurovision? It can. It can. It can. Yes. Assuming that. I mean, we know that Sweden has the tendency to take their stagings and basically copy paste them to the big show. Yeah, we saw yep. that with Cornelia. It was, yeah, it was yeah, exactly absolutely. the same. Absolutely. My thought is, can the can the stage in Liverpool handle that? Because that's that's not just a prop. That's yeah. Can we handle the LED rig? Yeah. Yes. It's, I mean, I I have to think that that someone at Melfest or someone on their team has looked into that. I would imagine mm -hmm. so. The, the, they they wouldn't have done this at Melfest if they couldn't do it in Liverpool. Uh, Let's but be I mean, honest, that, this isn't the most complicated thing that they've ever done on stage. I mean, no, but it is they have, big. It's, it's they really have the base big, prop. The yeah, the base prop I think would have to be wheeled out, so they need to be able to do that, and then the the suspended piece would have to be basically there the entire time, and then just brought right. down for that one performance. And mm. yep. I mean, but there we had been... questions about the moon. You know, we had questions about the moon from uh, what's his yeah, the moon. The, the, the moon was boy. inflatable. Yeah, like yeah. the moon but... wasn't always that big. This I think... thing <laughs> is always. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can Eric, you buy this giant? I don't know. Can, can, is is this like an Ikea panini press? Like, does this <laughs> assemble really quick? Just to put it together yourself every time? Oh, it assembles really quick, but disassembling yeah. it, it, you might as well throw it out. It's just the just the it's yeah, -E. <laughs> yeah, they arrive in Liverpool and they don't have the hex wrench with anyway. them. So, you know, well, so one, one thing to note in 2018, Caesar Samson was Caesar on Samson. That, oh. that elevated stage. The huge Austria yeah. paid for that. They specifically requested it. The reason it was there is because Austria said, we need this the stage to elevate. And then other artists were able to take advantage of that. Oh, hmm. for real? I didn't know that. Oh, so everyone yeah. else is going to start mm -hmm. using the Panini Press? I see. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> If they have to build a special custom piece for the stage, 
for one artist, they have to make it available to everybody. Well, right? sure, yeah. Well, I that's... feel like it's the opposite of Italy, where Italy builds something, then wrecks it, and then everyone has to deal with the wreck. <laughs> well, it's a difference. It's a difference between we have to consider the difference between a piece of the stage and a prop. Yes, mm-hmm. right. You know, wh- where is the line, and and you know, what are what Sweden bring in? What can they bring in? I mean, they'd have to ship it or. Oh God, even knows. I don't. I'm not a, a stage technician. I don't know enough about the details of how that works. But it's just it's ambitious. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. That's well, all. Well, and if and saying. if if Sweden has to pay for it and they think they have a winner, they'll absolutely do it. Oh yeah. And I yeah. I think I would imagine they think exactly that they have a winner on their hands with this. I think it's extremely extremely plausible. I feel like it has that thing that that it that that a lot of these these winners have in. A lot of that is the staging. A lot of that is just her. She is so good. Oh, yeah. She is so, so, so good at this. And I think the song's really good. Yeah. And I, I think she 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 delivers on it so, so well. And mm-hmm. and I, it, let's assume it wins Melfest. I think if this doesn't win Eurovision, it's because something absolutely spectacular is coming and we haven't heard it yet. Mm. I, I Or I, people just aren't interested. Yeah, that's well, I, how are they going to not be interested? It's so See, it's so well done. Really so well done. Either. Uh-huh. <sighs> Again, right, we, let's let's leave right. our judgments on the song right now. We got we got two others uh, to, to yeah. go through who had semifinal right. business. Yep, yep. So we had a second semifinal in Iceland uh, for Songbaketni Sombarsens. So there were two qualifiers out of that group of five. Uh, so uh, plus we had one basically wild card entrant that was uh, given a a spot in the final as well. So next week, March fourth. Uh, so our five artists are Bragi, Celebs, Dilia, Langiseli on Skuganir, and Siga Osk. Each of these singers presented the Icelandic version of their song in the semifinals. They will each have the decision to make whether they want to sing in Icelandic or in English or any other language, but English really, uh, at the actual final itself. And that'll be the version that they take to Eurovision. So we will find out. It's, again, a split jury and televote. So we will have our Icelandic entrant this upcoming weekend. Uh, Portugal also had the first of their two semifinals. But Festival de Cancel, a personal favorite of mine, especially because it just it just feels like a party, honestly. Like there are sometimes that you look at the green room of a national final or a semifinal and you could feel the tension. You could feel like everybody's kind of looking over their back and everybody's kind of freaked out about it. But I felt like I want to be at just hanging out in the green room at Festival de Cancel because everybody seems to be super supportive. There's a lightness. Everybody's just having a good time. There's it's just kind of joyful. And anyway, we had a interesting result in the first semifinal. So there were 10 songs. The Portuguese public and jury together basically normally would pick five songs. And then those other not those other songs that did not qualify would go through a second round of televoting and would basically one would be saved. It came out that during the open voting, there was a significant issue with a telephone line for one of the artists, so much so that it wasn't it wasn't functional. And so oh. the production team basically decided because of that, we will give you an automatic pass to the final to avoid any sense of malfeasance. Huh. Yeah. Was it a so, song that was really bad? Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe Isipolvo's, no one was voting for it. <laughs> it was Esipovo Sapatos de Cimento, so cement shoes by those people. Oh, um, those people. <laughs> <laughs> so after all of that, we had seven qualifiers out of the semifinal. Another 
Six will be joining them uh, next week, unless there's another screw up in the phone system. Yay! It should be noted that Claudia Pascual with the song Nashi Maria. Claudia, of course, uh. represented Portugal on home soil back in 2018. She did qualify, uh, as did Mimi Cat, Ai Corazon, which is considered one of the potential favorites, along with uh, Turki, Sal, and the band You Can't Win, Charlie Brown. That song's really good. <laughs> yeah. At the, that, one's, that one's really good. Contrastimudo, yeah. At the Telephote... Televote only qualifier level. We had a save from the song Endless World by Neon yes. Soho, which yes. I believe might be Eric's favorite. Yes. Yes, it is, Sam. This song is amazing. The live performance was immensely cool. It reminded me of when I saw Odessa last year, which was one of my favorite shows I've ever been to. It was just immensely cool and awesome. And I'm a little bit concerned that it took the save thingy to get it into the final but that's fine it's in the final that's the important mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. also nashi maria by claudia is an absolute earworm and i wish you hadn't mentioned it at all because now it's in, now it's in my head again darn you well, then i'm gonna have to pour one out for a song that has been stuck in my head moya's too much sauce too much sauce too much oh, sauce man. too much sauce that's, that's been, been stuck in your head well it's either been that or booty 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 yeah radio yeah. radio anyway so we will have our second semi-final for festival de cancel this upcoming saturday in terms of other stuff that's coming up this week we will have the Dutch song revealed on March 1st. That's Mia Nikolai and Dion Cooper, their duet. Uh, the Cypriot song follows hot on its heels on the 2nd. That's Andrew Lambert. We know the song is called Break a Broken Heart. And then... It's already broken. Yeah, can you break it again? That's the big question. Tony Braxton... Bra Damn it, hang on. Tony Braxton could never. <laughs> and then on the 3rd, we will have the German national final, which is going to be, I think, an absolute... I think it's going to be fun. Final. I, it it's, will it's, absolutely be a final, Sam. I agree. I think it's going to be fun. I, I think any any national final that can bring a song like Lord of the Lost Blood and Glitter with Patty Gertie's Melody of Hope <laughs> with a song that is literally self-referential and the song's title translates to A Song with Good Lyrics. <laughs> Lied mit guten Text by Ike Hufgold. Excellent. I, I think it's going to be one to watch for, for better or for worse. Sam, is there any precedent whatsoever to there being a hurdy-gurdy on stage at Eurovision? Um, I would have to check. I hmm, I know they... Uh, has there been? I like maybe something in the 60s. I, I don't know. Like... I can't think of anything, but that would be a fun thing. That's kind of a fun song. She seems <laughs> she seems pretty fun. Maybe, Maybe Subalter wanted to, but he didn't. I know we've had an Appalachian Mountain Dulcimer. We had the big dudes for James for James Newman. <laughs> the biggest dudes. Yeah, colossal uh, dudes. What about Maybe into Wanna Bugale. Maybe there was something there. I don't know. We need more hurdy gurdy. Maybe we'll get it. We'll find out. Uh, no. All right. So yes, no. <laughs> I'm personally going for blood and glitter, but when am I not really? <laughs> uh, we will have two Serbian semifinals on March 1st and 2nd, and their final will be on March 4th, along with the aforementioned Icelandic national final, as well as the long-awaited national final in Moldova. Uh, something to kind of keep your eyes open are the potential return of three different Eurovision alumni. It's going to be very, very interesting. I think we've mentioned this before, that Aliona Moon, Pasha Parfeni, and Sunstroke Project are all in the running for this. 
It'll be a, yeah. So some of, some of Moldova's most popular and uh, most successful Eurovision contestants in the pack are potentially going to run it again. Sweet. I want to see Sunstroke Project and Malta Project. The Busker, that's what they're called. (laughs) Do do like a, a, yeah, sacks it out, baby. (laughs) I I think I'm looking at it again. I think the Busker opens semi one. That'd be a, that'd be a great way to start the show. I think. I think the Busker or potentially Queen of Kings, I think would be an interesting opener as well. I bet they give. I I bet they give that a a more like sweet spot (laughs) type of spot than Malta. Mm. Or they say screw it and have Croatia go first. (laughs) (laughs) They would not dare. I mean, they would not. Euro Neuro went first. Or was that was that random? Euro Neuro went first, but it was random draw at that time. Yeah. 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 Well, fine. Yeah. Oh my God. There's so much stuff coming. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what else we got? That's, I mean, again, we are still waiting on news from another couple of entries here. Again, Portugal will have picked in another couple of weeks. Azerbaijan, we don't know when their song or their artist will be announced. For all we know, it could be the day after we record this in which, you know, you listening at home already know. We don't know yet, but hello from the past. Tracks. Yeah. We know Unicorn by Noel Kirel uh, for Israel is going to be released on March 8th. Uh, oh, it feels like it's already been announced for six months, though. <laughs> we don't know it has or been, eight. but yep. Switzerland, Remo Ferrer will release his song on March 7th. We don't know when Armenia's song for Brunette is going to be coming out. Victor Vernikos, Greece. We don't know if that is, if we don't know if that is happening. <laughs> there supposedly I mean, has been. It's oh, happening. Yes. Supposedly there's been a bit of a kerfuffle. I don't have a ton of information about this, but supposedly there's been a bit of a legal challenge going on in Greece where a, another singer who had been in the running to represent the country was not happy with the transparency of the of the process this year and is supposedly going through some sort of legal challenge. There are rumors that they might try to throw together some sort of a televised something or other in the very last minute. Who knows? Stay tuned. Otherwise, we'll hear Victor Vernikos is what they say sooner rather than later. Who knows? It's still pending. Do you, do you think with uh, some of these transparency issues that have that have popped up and the inconsistencies and the controversies that that seem to be getting a little more frequent that the EBU could at some point say it, it impose some sort of of standard not that not that all national finals would need to be the same but there will be certain certain things that are expected in terms of transparency and in terms of 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 how the selections work and and, and things like that and it, so that there is some level of expected uniformity across the board in terms of how national finals are done or do you think that do you think that they're just gonna say do whatever you want i mean every national final is different just like every country is different you can't necessarily have the expectation that what works for italy in san remo or melody festival which is generally very very transparent is going to work for a country like san marino which just by the nature of the country they can't really have a televote in the same way that another country can so i mean while I definitely want to see some measure of of consistency in terms of transparency. Mm-hmm. You can't compare apples and apples super easily. I mean, I guess what I what I'm saying is I I don't know that it would be completely unreasonable for the EBU to say if you want to send a song to Eurovision through a national final, you have to release the the detailed votes or something like that. And if you don't, you're not in or or uh, or just that this is a this is a rule that you have to follow. That's a really slippery slope. Is it? 
I would side with the current policy, and that is the EBU will take whoever the broadcaster brings to the show, and that's it. Yeah. And we'll have no say in how they got there. Because frankly, and I know that's messed e- up. I, as much as I hate to say it, yeah, you know, I mean, Derek, I'm kind of with you. Like, if the EBU put their noses into absolutely everything, then could they potentially be painted with the brush of malfeasance? Like, it's yes, yeah. Easily. Oh, sure. The, the, that it falls. You're saying like it, a situation. They could like start falls... to meddle or get accused of meddling at the very least. Right. Right. Yeah. They I, need to. I, they I, need to keep enough. their hands out. I I think though at the same time, I mean, it's just it's kind of hard to say because I feel like in if 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 there was malfeasance in the instance of Poland. Just looking at the song and the performance and everything else, I think this is going to really, really struggle to do anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do you say to this country if, if like, let's make up a hypothetical other situation and not Poland, but if they picked a dud over a favorite because they didn't like the favorite and the dud goes and doesn't do very well and doesn't qualify, mm-hmm. like, what do you say? Like, okay, well, you shot yourself in the foot on this one. Mm-hmm. Like right. I, I don't have high hopes for Blanca, and it's like, well, what do you say to these people? Like, well, you chose this. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I have high hopes for Blanca. I have high hopes for her song being used in an ad before a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Five. It's a way to get yeah. a lot of views. I suppose <laughs> that's that's where the real money comes in. Yeah, you know, I, I I'm not entirely sure how well Jan would have done his song was definitely better it was definitely more interesting but it's it's a bit avant-garde mm-hmm. you know it's it's it could be kind of a tough sell for some people but it wasn't safe like like uh solo is it's right. it's a it's, it's a tough thing you know but yeah it's 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 something that we kind of come back to a lot here like what is what is better to be safe and just play to the middle and just be everybody's you know 11th favorite or to ruffle feathers be a little bit avant-garde be a little bit you know divisive and be somebody's favorite and somebody's least favorite a person who hates the song can't vote against you but i mean a person that who raises loves an interesting question for two of the songs we've talked about today if we're talking mm-hmm. about sweden and finland i would say finland definitely falls in the category of it's going to divide people but man oh, we're yeah. going to get strong reactions one way or the other oh yeah mm-hmm. and the song will be That's... remembered yes mm-hmm. yeah. oh, it's a lot it's a lot you guys cha 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 Anyway, shall we wrap this up for tonight? I think that uh, we need to steal ourselves for the crazy week that is to come. Yep, there's a lot coming up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, you folks at home, let us know what you think of the topics that we've talked about today, about the songs that were picked this past week, and what you are looking forward to over this next week. Again, you can email us directly at 12pointsfromamerica at gmail.com. You can find us on most social media you know, outlets at uh, 12pointsusa. We're happy to interact with you and, and have you join us there. Follow us on, on Patreon if that, is your, if that is your will. And if not, we like you anyway. We're happy that you're that you're listening to us and, and joining us. If your podcast, if you're listening to us via a podcast and it gives you the chance to like or give us stars or review, please do so. It helps other folks find us, especially as we are ramping up to Eurovision 2023. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe three of us will be on site in Liverpool, for better or for worse. I mean, tickets have been purchased. Lodging has been acquired. Uh, and and it's happening. It's going to happen. And we cannot wait for you all at home to join us at the party, uh, whether it's near or far, wherever y'all are. Damn it, I've made a Celine Dion reference. I think it's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> but until next time, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America? Stop, Stop listening, listening now. now.
I think if this isn't, well, what was that? Start no. over. That's a cat on a piano, literally. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good stinger. Just go. Uh, just go. Okay. <laughs> 